The Bible. It's the Word of God, sharper than any two-edged sword. This sacred book is living and active and contains all that's needed for life and godliness. Stay with American Family Radio for the next hour as we study God's Word and take your Bible questions. Welcome to Exploring the Word. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. This is Bert Harper along with Dr. Alex McFarland, and it's our joy to be with you today on Exploring the Word. And uh, Alex, it's always good to be with you, but today... Uh, you and I talked earlier, and we decided with things going on the way they are in this world, and so many people's hearts and minds are with the people of Ukraine, that we yes. would just spend our time seeking the Lord, sharing some scriptures of hope, and uh, we've got guests coming on to pray with us, and uh, we're excited about doing this program today. We pray it'll be a ministering to people who are listening and it would glorify the Lord. That's our desire, isn't it? Well, it really is. And, Bert, I, I think you were definitely hearing from the Lord when you called me this morning, and we did deviate a little bit from our normal uh, progression to pray and draw comfort from the Word of God. And, you know, Bert, uh, uh, studying and prepping for the show I was reading, they found a Ukrainian soldier, and he had a cell phone, and he had been killed by uh, the Russian invasion, but he had texted his mother before... Uh, apparently moments before he was later killed. And yet war is such a terrible thing. This is just, uh, I, I'm just going to say it, um, what we're watching is just objectively evil, isn't it, Bert? It is. It, it really is. And if people have to wonder, it is. It's uh, doing this with a nation, not provoked just to gain power, to gain land. Uh, that's that's what it it's is. pure aggression. It is. And so today we we're wanting to do it, and we're gonna we're gonna have some guests with us. And Alex, I, I've I've already talked with them, and uh, three different people here that work at AFA. I've just gone to them. Uh, I wrote three names down, and then I went to those three people and asked them if they would pray. And all three said yes, they would. And uh, so Alex, uh, we we need to pray, and I. You yes. know, in place of just telling folks we need to pray, I thought we should pray today. I think that's what we need to do. Amen. I, I completely agree. And folks, this is Exploring the Word. Bert, you opened up with a wonderful scripture. Before we go to prayer, you uh, mentioned that Philippians 4, 6, and 7. And uh, folks, even these are troubled times and dangerous times, but we can have absolute assurance that uh, the Lord is our protector. And it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. We're turning to the Lord, and we're praying for those precious people in the Ukraine, and frankly, praying for peace around the world, aren't we? We really are. And the, our first guest knows something about war. He knows something about Army. And uh, Kevin Parker, who has become a friend uh, here at AFA, he he's helps with our security around. And uh, just Alex, when you're here and everybody else is here, he uh, he's on guard all the time. It's 
when I, I see people like this, I can't help but think of th- those that guard the president, you know. Uh, I was at oh, a yeah. meeting where one of our presidents was, and uh, they said, bow your heads. Well, I did, but then I glanced up. But I noticed about four men, they weren't having their heads bowed. And uh, it was those people. They were that, staying on point. They were staying they? on point. They were on guard looking after our president for that time. And uh, Kevin Parker, thank you for coming today. Well, thank you for having me and asking me to come on. And, mm. again, you know something about battles and you know yes, something sir. about war. And uh, I – I wrote your name down first, and you said, yes, you can be here. Yes, sir. Well, I'm thankful, and you've agreed to pray with us and for those, especially those believers that are in Ukraine. You know, and I spent a little time in Afghanistan and uh, during the war there, and uh, I know how it affects the the citizens and the the people of the Army and the the police forces there and how it's just chaotic, and it's... they need our prayers for sure. They do. Mm. Would you lead us, brother? I sure will. Dear Lord, God, I come to you in uh, prayer today to pray for the citizens of the Ukrainians and our, their leaders and those that uh, are taking up arms as citizens and trying to just do whatever they can to defend their, their country and their, their soil, Lord. Uh, you know, their mothers there, there's fathers, there's grandparents, there's grandmothers, uh, newborns, children uh, waiting to be born that uh, just need your blessings today, Lord, and just pray that you'll put your your, uh, mighty hand on them and and touch them in a way that they've never been touched before and that you'll give them uh, your grace and peace and uh, just comfort them and protect them, Lord, as we go forward and, and just help the leaders of the the nations uh, come to their uh, right decisions to make this war end and to uh, just stop this this uh, bloodshed, Lord. I just pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for having Appreciate me. Appreciate it, Every Alex. Day. This I, I want you to know. You know this. You come in often enough to know it. That we at AFA AFR are surrounded by people that that people don't necessarily hear from on the radio, right. but they are people that love the Lord with all their whole, all their heart, soul, and mind, and Kevin Parker is one of them. Isn't that a joy Good to be surrounded people. with people like that? You know, it's such a blessing. And, uh, you know, earlier this morning I was emailing back and forth with Jonathan Coker and Brent Creeley, and folks, if you enjoy the programming that you hear, there's a, a big, big, big team, but Jonathan and Brent are key parts of it. And... Um, we were talking about, you know, share later in, I think it's April. But anyway, the thing about it that's so special, you you hear Tim and Ed and Walker and Bert and Sandy Rios and all the great people, and they're kind of, you know, ones you might hear on a daily basis. But throughout this ministry, uh, in engineering and in security and in the mailroom and in the publishing and the print layout and, you know, behind the scenes— are all these people, and they're gifted, and they're godly. And it's so, it's so special when you're going through the, the ministry, and it's like, you know, brothers and sisters, and you're praising the Lord, and it's just like revival. And all through this ministry, names you may or may not ever hear, it's just people fervently serving Christ in every level, isn't it? 
It is, and and we just say that, and we thank God for that. They're prayer warriors. We have prayer teams, and uh, so that's what we want to do today, and we're praying for those we've, over the weekend, you may have been like me. You got a moment, and you turned on to find out what was going on. You uh, checked out the resources that you have to find out uh, what's going on, and then Sunday morning, we turned it on, and I, I saw the headline that uh, Putin was putting uh, high alert to the nuclear uh, war, uh, the bombs that were available to him. Now, hopefully that mm. was just uh, lining that up, but we thought uh, a lot of folks thought he was just lining up those troops on the outskirts of Ukraine to threaten to try to get something. Didn't think he would invade, but he did. And now hundreds of people, thousands, their families are going. Families that are men that are taking their families to the Polish border and letting them go, and then they turn around and go back to take up arms to fight. And so, Alex, uh, uh, many of them are believers. That's what we want Mm -hmm. you to know. Uh, Is the Ukraine government, uh, is it perfect? No, it is not. We've heard stories about that, trying to justify uh, what was doing, but it's unjustifiable. And uh, so we're, we're we're praying for all of Ukraine and and the the children, the wives, the men, but especially those that are believers. We are, I think we're commanded to lift one another up. We're part of, they're part of the body of Christ, aren't they? Amen. Uh, we really are commanded to lift uh, one another up. And it talks about uh, praying for one another and bearing one another's burdens. And so we do that and we draw our strength from the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and let me just encourage people because, you know, Bert, over the weekend, I've got uh write many emails from people that are very concerned, and rightly so, because um, like we said, you know, this is just pure evil. I mean, it's not self-defense. There's, there was no justification whatsoever. This is just aggression, and uh, I don't know, Bert, it, it's kind of hard to get your mind around how somebody would be that cruel and that greedy and that mean, and, and no other word, this is as strong a word as I can come up with, wicked. This is wickedness. It really is. But you know, 1 Peter 5, 7, 1 Peter 5, 7 says, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. So we cast our cares, our fears, our anxiety, our concern on Jesus. You know, Bert, um, Psalm 46, I love this. It says, God is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. surging. Uh, God is our refuge and strength, and uh, we're concerned, we stay informed, but we pray and we do not fear. That's exactly right. One of the commentators I heard, they said, talk about the Russian military forces the Ukraine military, it was like David and Goliath. Well, let me remind you of that battle between David and Goliath. Uh, I think most of you know it well. First uh, Samuel chapter 17, uh, David goes and he, he finds his brothers and the whole army cowering at the side of Goliath, this massive uh, man of war. And verse 37, David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. 
That is the idea. And I've been praying for a, for a turnaround on this. You know, the Bible's filled with it in the Old Testament about mighty warriors and mighty armies being defeated by those of lesser Gideon. And look what he did, David does in, in verse 40. He took his staff in his hand, and he chose for himself five smooth stones from a brook, and he put them in his shepherd's bag in a pouch which he had, and his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the, uh, the Philistine. Uh, the Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you come with me with sticks? And, and the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And mm. the Philistine said, Come to me, and I'll give you flesh to the birds. David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have Amen. defiled. Now, I'm not saying the Ukraine is the guard of the army, but I am saying how many times we have seen that which was smaller overcome that which is larger. Many, many times, Alex. Hey, there, wasn't there 12 men that turned the world upside down in the New Testament? <laughs> oh, yes, that, that's true. Yeah. Uh, just a small band of committed believers. And let me just say, um, we in America, I mean, we've got so many things. Obviously, the Ukraine situation is foremost kind of in everybody's thoughts right now, but our government and our moral compass and morality and marriage and the family and the state of the church. And look, there are lots and lots of things about which we are concerned. But friend, believe this. Please believe it. God can use you to make a difference. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty eight. Your labor in the Lord is not in vain. We stand with God, and that's where I want to be. God, wherever you are, I want to join you. Uh, be like Henry Blackaby said, find out where God is working and join him. And that's what we want to do today as we look at God's word and promises that he's given to us. Aria is suffering for the gospel. Hey, it's Michael Woolworth with Bible League International. Aria lives in the Middle East in a radical Muslim family. She accepted the invitation of a Christian friend to attend a weekly Bible study and eventually received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. She took her Bible study booklet home, hiding it in her room before her mother found it and gave it to her father. He beat young Aria nearly to death and called the officials to report her as an infidel. They took her to a remote cell where they assaulted her and the Christian friend and eventually let them go. Now, these two women, they didn't grow bitter. They grew bold, and together they've seen hundreds come to Christ in the Middle East where it's nearly impossible to get a Bible. And that's why Bible League is inviting you to send God's Word to bible believers around the globe at only $5 a Bible. $100 sends 20 every gift matched. Call 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD, or click sendbiblesnow.org. That's sendbiblesnow.org. And God bless you for caring. A lot of people think prayer is like sitting on Santa's lap. You ask for what you want and magically you get it. But Dr. Tony Evans says there's a whole other dimension to prayer. He'll tell us what it is today as we spend two minutes with Tony. Biblical prayer is relational communication with God. It's not just talking to God. It is relational communication with God, which is why the prayer starts with our Father who art in heaven, because he's establishing that prayer is connected to a family relationship. A lot of people pray to God without a family connection. 
When you go to God and there is not a relational connection, you are not connecting with the person you think you're talking to. So the goal of prayer is not just the thing you want, but the relationship you are pursuing. When people go to God for what they want, without a concern about the cultivation of the father-child relationship, then they want to use God, not relate to God. And nobody likes being used. So prayer is relational communication with God. Why do I have relational communication with God? Because I need up there to do something down here. Learn more principles that can keep you connected with God and His power. Check out Tony's CD series, The Lord's Prayer, available online at TonyEvans.org. Then join us next time for Two Minutes with Tony. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not extinguish. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow weak or discouraged before he has established justice on the earth. In his law, the islands will put their hope. Isaiah 42, 3 and 4. American Family Radio. And the Salvation Army Band is playing this hymn. And your grace rings out so deep, it makes my resistance seem so thin. So hold me, Jesus, because I'm shaking like a be strong and courageous, says Deuteronomy 31. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. That's Deuteronomy 31, verse 6. And with that scripture and many others and, and much prayer, we welcome you back to this special edition of Exploring the Word. Bert Harper is here, Alex McFarland. And Bert, isn't it a blessing that we can come together listeners throughout all 50 states and internationally, and we can join our hearts in prayer. We can agree together. And I believe we've got another special visitor that's going to pray with us now. We certainly do. And again, uh, we I just this morning I came in, and as I, Alex said earlier, I called him and I said, Alex, uh, what do you think about just let's concentrate on scriptures that gives us hope and, and prayer? And he said, Yes, and so uh, one of the names that I wrote down was someone that, uh, well, the two people that's in here in the studio at AFR, they've helped me out of so many times. Uh, if they call up uh, what I owe them, I'm in trouble. Uh, Same here, bro. Yeah, Pat Montague is at the board because Devin's out there right now. She has helped me out. Okay, Pat, I need something. But this other guy has done it a lot as well, Marcos and Mark Thank you for being with us. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here, and I'm honored that you asked me to do this. Well, uh, his voice is probably familiar. He does several voiceovers, and uh, those of us that listen ever so often to the music station and the music app, uh, he substitutes a lot for just about everybody on there. He he not only knows how to do that, he knows how to introduce a song, man. <laughs> it, it, is, is that your past? Uh, as Oh, yeah. This, I've been on a DJ for a, a long time, yeah. and uh, really? I'll get on the air 
whenever anybody will let me. That's He does, and uh, <laughs> well, I love it. it. But he does a great job recording us too, Alex. It, well, exactly, exactly. One of those uh, talented people. And uh, we've got another guest later on in the show. But right now, uh, Mark, it, it is good to have you. And what we're doing, we're praying. Uh, so much of the world is right now. And we just feel very honored to have you with us. And would you uh, share any thoughts on your heart and lead us in a word of prayer, Mark? Uh, certainly. Thank you, Alex. Lord God, it is such an honor to be asked to seek your face and to seek your heart on behalf of the military families involved in the war right now unfolding in the Ukraine. Military families there are supporting those in the military like never before, as some spouses and children are taking up arms to join in the fighting. God, please protect those desperate people who are fighting for family and for home. Some have said those untrained individuals have chosen to fight in a war they can't win. But God, we know all things are possible for you. God, we pray especially for the believers in the Ukraine, in the military and their families. Uh, We know a single believer can put an army to flight if you're with him. God, I know that you may not be on one side or the other in this war, but we pray for the safety of believers And we pray that more people would come to know you, even in the midst of this conflict. God, the life of a military family is hard already because the head of the household is often subject to orders, and sometimes that leads to family separation. Um, And that difficulty can be even more so during times of war. And that difficulty has been multiplied for the families of the Ukrainian military members as their family members have chosen to join in the fight, some of them. Uh, You've said, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, and we know that will be true in this present conflict. God, I pray for the rest of the world who are looking on and, and fearing that this war will spread. God, I pray for peace for those onlookers. Let us remember that even in troubled times, you are in control. Jesus said there would be wars and rumors of wars in the last days, but that we should not despair when we see them. You've told us of these things, and as they happen, it's just further proof of your truth. God, I pray that uh, many would come to know Jesus as Lord and Savior during this war. And I realize my prayer has been one-sided, and so, God, I want to lift up the, the Russian people also because Mm. they need Jesus too, Lord God. Mm. I'm sure there are people among them who already know you. I pray that you'd embolden them to share their faith during the fighting and during the protests. And God, we pray for the leaders in this conflict, that they would look to you for wisdom and guidance. Uh, God, uh, we have called uh, Putin evil and believe that he is uh, as he is... uh, without provocation, uh, begun this deadly uh, invasion. And uh, yet, Lord God, we know that uh, you could deliver even him. Uh, And God, we want to lift up those leaders, uh, deliver Putin from any demonic influence, Mm. if it may be present. And uh, God, soften his heart, I ask in Jesus' name. Thank you, God, for creating us and sustaining us. Thank you, God, for loving us and for letting us know you. And I pray all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate you, brother. Now, again, let me say of Mark and Pat, 
there for military families. And they know that prayer that Mark prayed about the pressure on the families. He knows it as a son of a life military, Pat's husband, military uh, stationed. And so uh, we are praying for those, but especially our brothers and sisters in Christ. And they are in Russia as well. That's great, Mark, that you'd share that. And Alex, uh, mm-hmm. they're they're letting their voices as much as they can be heard in Russia as well. Yeah, well, they they really are. And you know, I'm, I was really glad that Mark prayed even for Putin. You know, it's easy to not care and to hate somebody uh, or feel you know so much animosity to somebody like this. But um, <laughs> he needs he needs to be saved too. You know, we just have been teaching through Proverbs, and Proverbs 21.1 said that the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord, and as the rivers of water, he turns it whithersoever he will. Proverbs 21.2, every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord ponders the hearts. To do justice and judgment is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. And we need, um, my goodness, we need the Holy Spirit of God to fall over this entire world and subdue evil and turn people to Christ. And so I appreciate that very uh, well-worded prayer, brother. I think it was exactly appropriate what you said. And um, But, Bert, doesn't this just show that we are in a world, like Chuck Swindoll said um, years ago in his famous book, Rise and Shine, he said this world is a war zone. It's a fallen world of sin. And he said that life in this world is a journey across raw pagan soil, I said Swindoll. That. yep. That's true, isn't it? It is. It really is. And in this world, we're going to have this. It's going to come upon us. And uh, we are we are praying for those believers that are in, the, in Ukraine, but as— for those believers in Russia, I was I was hearing several people over the weekend that had been to Russia and they had done mission work there, and so many people are. But it tells you what leadership does, and leadership can cost so much. But I wanted to read another verse, as you've shared from Proverbs. I wanted to go to John 14. What a chapter that is. We could read the whole chapter. But verse 27 uh, talks about what Jesus is going to do and uh, the helper is going to come. He's going to go away. But verse 27 says this, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. This peace that they're talking about, Alex, sounds like peace in the midst of turmoil. Well, absolutely. And, you know, that is the transcendent peace that we get from Jesus Christ. And even, Bert, um, probably everybody listening has lost a loved one at one time or another. You know, for a born-again Christian, uh, even when you're having to say goodbye to a loved one, or you're facing economic struggles, or the world around us, we're, we're concerned about the state of our country, or what's going on abroad, and goodness, with Russia, you know, 10 miles into the Ukrainian border is Chernobyl, and as I understand it, they've seized that, and so what What are they going to do with nuclear capabilities? Uh, well, do you know what? When life is just too dangerous, too intimidating, uh, all you can do is say, Lord, huh, Lord, I'm in your hands, 
and, and dear God, I'm yours, and Lord, you protect us. Lord, you care for us. And Bert, I just find it very liberating to realize that uh, life itself, our present, our future, our eternity is in the hands of a merciful Savior who does all things well. Amen. And, and that's, that is our hope. It's only in him. And, and so we're praying for that, and we want you to join us in this prayer. And these verses that we're given, I hope you're writing them down. If you can't, uh, this, this will be on the podcast, and you can go through, and you can get these verses, and uh, you can share them with others and say, even in this time of turmoil and difficulty, uh, we have the peace of God. Uh, Jesus continued talking about that peace in John chapter 16, verse 33, says, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Now, Amen. Alex, this is it. In this world, you're going to have tribulation. We talked about wars and rumors of war. Uh, Jesus is talking about those when, when uh, Judas was going to say, we could have taken that money that was, quote, and I'm using his thoughts, wasted on her anointing your feet, and we could have taken that and sold it and give the money to the poor. And he wasn't concerned about the poor. He was concerned about the money. But Jesus said, you're going to have the poor with you always. And, and Alex, there's always going to be tribulation. There's always. And then it gets climactic. It comes in like waves. That, you know what I mean? The, oh, yeah. It's always yeah. rough. Uh, the, the waves are always coming in. But sometimes there's a tsunami that comes in and just is overwhelming. And right now for the people in Ukraine, there's a tsunami that's going over their land, and we need to stand and pray for those people, especially believers, don't we? Well, we, we really do. We really do. And so we do pray for these people. And uh, folks, if you're just tuning in, this is a special edition of Exploring the Word. We've been praying, and we're going to pray some more. I want to uh, share another scripture. I shared the Deuteronomy 31 a minute ago, and Psalm 46, God is our refuge and strength. But uh, Romans 8, we've, we've taught through Romans the, the dangers of life, the struggles of our own spiritual journey, circumstances uh, outside of us, struggles within. Romans 8, 38 and 39, the Apostle Paul said, uh, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor demons, neither the things present nor the things future, nor any powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation. Nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's everything. That was Paul's incredibly beautiful pictorial way of saying, look, nothing can separate us from the love of Jesus. If we're here, Christ is with us. If we die, we're with the, the Savior. Bert, uh, I know sometimes our emotions have trouble acclimating themselves to this, but we win either way. For the Christian, there, there is no defeat. Uh, here or hereafter, we're with our Savior. I know it's a cliche, but I'll say it anyway. I've read the back of the book, and we do win. And uh, Now, do you remember the passage where Jesus was sending the apostles to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, 
and uh, he stayed and prayed for them. And halfway out, the storm came. You know, hmm. that's uh, if you notice that, that's when storms usually come when it's hard to turn around or either to go forward. You're right, right. in the middle of it. What do oh, I yes. do? You know, and uh, Jesus, uh, he he. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, he knew that storm was coming, but he knew he could deliver them from that storm. But they needed to know it. You know, Jesus knew it. So he sent them, and the storm came up, and Jesus came to them in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the Sea of Galilee. And he came, and he came as he was. He came, and he settled it, and he, he did come to them. And I, I just want those people uh, in Ukraine, those believers, to know that God is there. He he was the fourth man in the furnace with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And uh, so, Alex, he is able, and uh, we're, we're trusting him. And we, as brothers and sisters in Christ here in America, we need to stand with those believers, especially in Ukraine, but also those people that are Christians in Russia that are saying, let our voices be heard. We don't want this. And we stand with them, Right. We do. We absolutely do. And, you know, as we're praying, folks, please do pray for the United States government, for our president and his cabinet, uh, the people at the Pentagon. Um, I, I'm Bert, I'm really praying for the wisdom of God to drive the decision-making of our military right now. I mean, I think we absolutely unequivocally need to stand with the Ukrainian people. And um, we... This is no time to think about, um, you know, what's in it economically. This is a time for our government to do what's morally, constitutionally right, and I pray to God that they will. We're going to continue to read scriptures and pray in the final segment, but we're also going to take your phone calls. That number, 888-589-8840. Call us in and pray and seek God. What does the American Family Association stand for? AFA believes that all men and women, whether in private or public, should be free to exercise their faith without hindrance from the government. These values and more are part of our mission to inform, equip, and activate individuals to strengthen the moral foundations of our culture. We also support the church. We want to be a leading organization in biblical worldview training for cultural transformation. Thank you for standing with us. Target is in the bullseye because of its transgender bathroom policy. A petition by the American Family Association to boycott Target now surpassing a million signatures and counting. People have their own beliefs and stuff, but what can it hurt? What can it hurt? What can it hurt? Can it, hurt? it hurts our daughters. It hurts you. It hurts our families. It hurts me. It hurts all of us. Sign the petition to boycott Target at AFA.net. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling place. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. Acts 17.26 conveys to us the reality that we were born and placed in the 21st century by God's specific design. He determined before time where we would live and when we would live there. If you're in Minnesota, Mississippi, or Maine, God put you there on purpose. He's not surprised by the darkness we see around us, nor is he caught off guard by it. 
In fact, he specifically prepared for it by making sure you're alive right now. God can do whatever he wants, but he's chosen to use you and me as ambassadors of his kingdom. We are his torches to light up the darkness. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner with Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association. This is Dr. Stephen Rummage with today's Moving Forward Minute. One of my favorite verses is Romans 8, verse 28, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. A friend was taking two grandsons to school. The younger, who was four, said, Grandma, I'm going to pray and ask God to turn me into a giraffe. His grandmother said, Oh, God will answer that prayer, and the answer is no. No is God's response to some of our prayers. When God tells you no or wait, it's because He's got something much better for you than what you think you want. God always answers our prayers. Whether He says yes or no or wait, He is always good, kind, and loving. You can trust His answers to all of your prayers. For more resources, visit movingforwardradio.org. Join me every Sunday morning at 8.30 Central for Moving Forward right here on AFR. Welcome back to Exploring the Word. Bert and Alex with you today, and this is a special edition of Exploring the Word. Uh, and we're taking time out to read scriptures that hopefully uh, will give you hope, but also scriptures that you can share with others to give them hope. Romans chapter 15, verse 13 says this, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Abound mm. in hope. Isn't that awesome? And that's what we we're do. wanting you to. We're trying to build you up in the faith and and be encouraged. And so we've got people that have called in, and uh, they're talking about prayer and talking about what God could do. And, and so, Alex, uh, this is a time of prayer that we've set aside here at uh, on Exploring the Word, isn't it? Well, it is. It is. And, uh, you know, one of the people that's going to pray with us has prayed with me many times, Bobby Rosa. You know, when I when I do the Hamilton Quarter or sit in on some of the other shows, very often Bobby, just such a uh, reassuring voice, I'll say, hey, pray with us before we go live. And he does. And he's going to pray with us right now. Yes, sir. Very kind words of you, Alex. Thank you. Uh, it's actually a privilege to be in here today. Um, such as things are in the world that uh, we may not feel like we have control over, but um, we know the one who does have control over all things. So, Amen. Uh, Amen. Let us pray here. Uh, glory to God in the highest. Father God, you are our hope, our salvation, our anchor in this storm. Uh, we ask just a covering of your grace and mercy especially for the non-combatants, for all the civilians on both sides of this uh, and all those truly who are affected worldwide, Father God. 
this is heavy on so many people's hearts because they don't know how this uh, how this will turn out, what direction this will turn to, how it will directly impact the lives. Obviously, the Ukrainian uh, populace knows how this is affecting them. They're on the front lines, if you will, Father God, and we ask for your protection. Uh, let them look to you, Father God. Let them know that it was your son's redemptive blood that covers them through all of this, through all of this tangible war, through all of these effects, food shortages, rations, things of that nature, Father God. We know that you are there with them. Protect them, keep them, help them to keep their focus on your son who is in control, Father God. We ask for the restoration of the hearts of the various leaders involved on both sides, as well as our U.S. leaders, Father God. May they work to make the right decisions in all of this. May they all work to a peaceable solution. I ask that you soften their hearts once again, Father God. Lead them to you, that they will make a decision right in your eyes for the covering of humanity. We ask for peace, Father God, right here, right now. May all involved recognize that there's nothing to gain in the long run outside of your mercy and grace, Father. Mm -hmm. May they lean on the trust, mercy, and coverage of that blood of your sacrificed son, Father God. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Bobby. Pleasure. And, and we're looking. That's powerful. You, you've just heard another military guy. How many years in? Mm, better part of 30. Better part of 30. And he has come and he's working with us. And we just praise God for men like Bobby that has given themselves and served our country and serving the Lord. So, Alex, uh, I agree with you. Uh, these men that and women that God has placed here at AFA, uh, praise God for those that seek the Lord and pray and seek his face. Mm, very kind of you. Bro. Well, lot of good, lot of good timber uh, <laughs> in this ministry called AFA, AFR. Amen. And we thank God for each and every one of them. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Well, Alex, uh, we've got people online, but, uh, you know, these Bible verses that we've tried to read and share with people, they're real. They're they're not just hope so but the last one I read, I just want to emphasize it one more time, that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. This hope that we have is, is, is in the Lord, and that's what we're sharing, and that's what we're telling. You know, it's in Christ, in Christ alone. Well, amen, amen. And the Word of God, Bert, um, do, do we want to take any calls? Yeah, or, we've or? got three calls, but if you got a Bible verse or something you wanted to say, I wanted you to say that before we went to the lines. Um, let, let's go to the lines and hear from some of the listeners. And, folks, this is the American Family Radio Network. Uh, the number, we're praying for the Ukraine, and it's 888-589-8840. But let, let's hear from the hearts of the listeners. Okay, Joe from Arkansas, welcome, brother. Yeah, thank you very much for getting me on the air. Uh, my question to you is this. It's my understanding that uh, Vladimir Putin thinks that the culture of the West and of Europe has become very degenerate. And, uh, you know, with the LGBTQ agenda and the promotion of homosexuality and things like that. And he doesn't want to 
get he doesn't want that kind of thing in Russia, and he doesn't want that want that kind of thing encroaching on Russia, and that's why he wants Ukraine in the orbit of Russia rather than aligned with Europe and with NATO, because you know then he figures that's going to push more and more of this uh, cultural degeneracy of the West, you know, into Russia, and he he wants to keep that out. So I wanted to ask you what you know about and what you think of that aspect of this situation. I would say, Joe, he is degenerate in every way that I've ever heard of him as that KGB agent that has poisoned those that would come against him that were not against, uh, that, that was not for the corruption of their government. They weren't pushing any agenda. They just, they were against him. And uh, Alex, he would take them out any way he can. I, I, Joe, I don't buy that personally. Alex, you may do it. You may have heard something that, listen, it, yeah. he, he is uh, he's pretty low hey, well, when it comes yeah. to life. He's pretty low when it comes to immorality. Uh, I'm not sure you get lower than, than, than that. And I know that's making a pretty rash judgment. Alex, go ahead. Well, it is true that Europe and America have deviated from our Christian foundations, and that's very sad, but uh, the answer is not to go in and kill uh, the citizens of the country that's your nearest neighbor. But, um, Bert, um, you ever heard of David Noble? Many listeners, especially if you homeschool, you've heard of a wonderful book called Understanding the Times, written by Dr. David Noble, brilliant, brilliant worldview guy, and uh, 18 years ago this summer, we we had a conference in Colorado, and there was uh, myself, there was James Dobson, there was Del Tackett, Josh McDowell, Lee Strobel, Gary Habermas, and Dr. David Noble. And we were talking about biblical worldview, and David Noble, and you got to understand, in 2004, this was an unusual statement, but he said... Um, you know, yes, there's secularism, there's a lot of things out there, but uh, watch out for Russia. Communism and Russia uh, is not dead, and the thing I fear in the 21st century is uh, Russia showing aggression against the whole wide world. And Dr. Dobson, everybody looked like, um, okay, but David Noble was, was right. I mean, he was very—and Marxism— and ultimately communism, and we're watching this aggression. Let me say, we might be past the time of the USSR, but um, the the imperialistic heart of Putin, uh, and I know another person that was a missionary in Petersburg, Russia, for 20 years, and he said to me about two years ago, he said, Vladimir Putin is one of the most evil men of our lifetime. And I, at the time, I didn't realize... uh, how true that statement was, but no, there, there's no justification for the way they're doing the Ukraine right now. Thank you for your call, Joe. Let's go to Louisiana and talk to Patty. Patty, welcome. Um, hi. Um, I was when this first started happening. I was in Second Chronicles and ran across um, fourteen eleven, which really, you know, I kind of started using it in prayer. Um, would you like me to read it? Read it. You bet. Go ahead, Patty. And Asa cried out to the Lord his God and said, Lord, is nothing for you to help, rather, with many or with those who have no power? Help us, O Lord, our God, 
for we rest on you, and in your name we go against this multitude. O Lord, you are our God. Do not let man prevail against you. And um, I just thought that was kind of like a David and Goliath (laughs) scripture for, you know, because they're not very big and, you know, Putin is. Anyway, that's my scripture. Patty, thank you. Alex, praise God for these words of mm-hmm. of encouragement to us that was given at times of difficulty. Uh, do Are those still, we can still call on God in those times of difficulty, can't we? We really can. I think that's a great scripture. Second Chronicles 14, 11, and I appreciate her sharing that because, yes, indeed, we still call on the Lord. And as you and I frequently share from John chapter 6, Peter said, Lord, where else would we go? You have the words of eternal life. Amen. Well, let's go to Texas. And Steve, Steve, are you there? Yes, sir. Go right ahead, man. uh, You know, a lot of this stuff that's happening is because of the weakness of our administration. Um, I'm not saying it's all got to do with that, but uh, some of it's got to do with that. And so I'm just praying for the people that's in that freedom convoy. Man, there are a lot of people on these overpasses, just thousands of people waving the American flag. And and those people right there, you know, are wanting to change our country. And if the Christians, we've been waiting for a vehicle for a very long time to get a revival starting. I just, I just hope that the big hitters, Billy, or the... Franklin Graham, all of them would attach to that, and maybe we could drive around Washington, D.C. seven times, and who knows what will come out of there. Thank you, Steve. Hmm. Uh, I, I heard, uh, like the in Canada with the convoy there, and especially when they got to Ottawa, and the prayers and the songs, Christian songs, that hymns that they were singing, many of them were worshiping the Lord, and we're praying for those believers uh, in this convoy, that they'll be strong, and the others that want that freedom, they'll be strong as well. So it would be great to be a catalyst. Wouldn't it be just appropriate, God, start a revival with truck drivers, Alex? I mean, oh, you know what I mean? praise God. They're, some of, they're some of our greatest listeners, you know? Well, they, they really are, and we appreciate that. And also, let me say, I know we've got listeners behind bars right now. And to all the inmates listening, uh, we appreciate that. I get letters just about every week from the the men and some women that are incarcerated. And let me say this to uh, those brothers and sisters behind bars: your prayers count too. So, <laughs> Amen, you know, uh, Alex. Good word. Psalm thirty-one twenty-four: Be strong. Let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. So, every listener, one and all, we join together in prayer. We do. Let's go to the great state of North Carolina, to Paige. Paige, welcome. Well, thank you, Bert. Hello, Alex. Uh, Thank you so much for what you guys do. It is critically important. Um, I just wanted to pray 2 Chronicles 714. I feel like that's the only hope our country has at this point. If we don't have a revival and put God back in all the places that we took him out of, we have no chance. Um, Mm -hmm. So if my people would pray and seek my face, humble themselves, and turn from their wicked ways, I will forgive their sins. I will hear their cries all the way from heaven, and I will heal their land. 
And I just pray that all these leaders would have their hearts of stone removed and that the Holy Spirit would come upon them and that they would do what is right in the face of God. We Mm -hmm. pray this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. And amen, Paige. Amen. Alex, uh, we're seeking the Lord. Seek ye first his kingdom, his righteousness. And those things that are necessary, they'll be added to us. But as believers, seek him, seek his face, seek his approval. Uh, We're desperate for seeking him. In this time, we're praying that the Ukrainian Christians, the brothers and sisters in Christ, would seek him. And and we're praying for a hedge of protection around them. Alex, uh, that's, that's what we're praying for. Amen. Amen. And folks, I want to encourage you to, to keep praying. And then later this week, I, I hope you have church on Wednesday night, and I hope you have church Sunday morning and Sunday night. Please be in prayer about this. And not only the Ukrainian situation, but like the caller said, revival in America. Because Bert, she was right. I mean, unless we have a, a move of the Spirit and a turning back to Jesus, and we, we really don't have any hope. We're a culture that's got a truth crisis. I mean, for, from just the way we're handling education, the way history is being revised morally, transgenderism, the rights of parents being taken away, the right to free speech and religious, the rights, freedom of convictions. Um, folks, please pray for this nation. God is able. And, you know, there are still, I read a survey this weekend, Bert, that 70% of adults still identify as Christian. Well, I hope so, but let's be the church and let's be salt and light and let's, let's call our nation back to Christ. As we pray, I pray that we would pray a prayer of repentance, just like uh, she was sharing with us today as Paige called in. And we pray for those in the Ukraine for their protection. We can make it double. We can pray for us to turn. The Bible says, turn ye, turn ye. And I pray that we would turn to the Lord. And I pray God would use this for us to do it. Well, Alex, it's been great to be with you today as we've prayed for especially the believers in the Ukraine and praying for our own personal need here in America for revival. It's been great, brother. Thank you for listening to Exploring the Word. We'll be back tomorrow with more. So tell someone about Exploring the Word, but more importantly, tell them about Jesus. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.